Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com <laughs> Yang, Gabe sounds violent on that promo. Back to live you action, you, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> back, back to live action, fellas. Back to live action, fellas. I love Yang. He's the best. Hey, Yang, did you have your tech? Did you have a Texas toast grilled cheese with uh, turkey bacon today? Oh, I had my grilled cheese today. I think I'll get it tomorrow, though. You know, it's funny actually. Over at the Meadowlands, I swear to God, it's the surliest, like surliest crew you could ever deal with at the diner. All right. Like, they don't smile. They don't crack. It's like an old, I don't know, man, Lithuanian family, and they don't play, man. And there's a bunch of other, like, you know, there's these black chicks that work there that they don't play, and nobody plays around, man. And it's funny. It's almost like it's like the soup uh, like the soup Nazi. You have to know how to order. Like, you get the dirty looks and stuff. Today was the first day. I guess I've finally gone there enough that the head lady – called me honey and told me after enjoy the sandwich if there's anything nice, you need, let nice. me know yeah, so i, like I realized i'm like uh now i'm kind of i'm starting to get in here now like now the you're part of the game started yeah you're like she <laughs> knows she's seen me enough i didn't have to tell her sierra mist i ordered the grilled yeah, cheese yeah she was she like i'll get you sierra mist in a second like she knew and after she's like have a good day honey enjoy your sandwich see that's and nice. i was like wow like that. that's the first time she's even talked like to me you know it's like the lady at the kfc game she knows me when i come in she goes you need coupons i go yes please oh, there of course you go, you need coupons. Like, yeah i go yeah of course i do if i'm gonna buy this product let's do this let's bring let's bring ricky sanders in he likes coupons at kfc yeah. what's up ricky Love- I just want to let you know, uh, one of the lessons Larry David taught me is you're never truly in unless there's a sandwich named after you. Oh, God. Ooh, you know, I can, I can, I can re-up that. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a strain of marijuana named after me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Rage OG. Yeah, Rage OG. <laughs> it's sold in California. I'm dead serious. It's actually one of my bigger honors. Like, you know, I was always, um, I was jealous when I heard Marshawn Lynch in, in Washington, of course, where it's legal. Um, in Washington, when Marshawn Lynch was there, they had, uh, they created a strain for him. It was called Beast Mode. It was Beast Mode. So mine is called Rage, Rage OG. And uh, it's sold in uh, in shops in uh, in the San Diego area, actually. So, uh, yeah, yeah, for anyone in San Diego, of course, only where it's legal you can partake. Uh, just like uh, like Bill Walton said, one of my favorite Bill. I love Bill Walton, but you know Dave Patch and Bill Walton do a great job on a college basketball, and they were they were doing a Washington Husky game. But it was right after pot was legalized there, and Dave Patch said, uh, "Bill, uh, you know you've heard about the new law here. Uh, did 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 you partake?" And I was surprised on ESPN, like in the middle of a college game. He goes, "Did you partake?" Without missing a beat, Bill Walton. 
Of course I partook. <laughs> he goes, of course I partook. He goes, I partake wherever it's legal. And, of course, if it's, you know, if it's not legal in the state, then I don't. But he's like, why wouldn't if I partook? It's legal. And he was just, and I was thinking, yeah, yeah, Bill, you only blaze in states where it's legal. <laughs> but, but anyways, let's get to some DFS. And I actually wanted to talk a little NBA with you as well. I'm not going to ask you for player projections or anything like that. But just sort of concepts, uh, Ricky about uh, approaching and how do you approach it. But nevertheless, let's jump in uh, to tonight's uh, football game. And uh, let's just start off uh, with um, from a DraftKings format because people are asking us about the dreaded uh, captain, the king, the crown, etc. And, I'm, you know, I see that the optimizer, one of the lineups it gave out was George Kittle. I thought that was interesting as a potential captain. But I like what I see from C.J. Beathard from a fantasy perspective, Ricky. And, I think he can put some numbers up on the board tonight. What's your take on the captain and the quarterbacks tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think the offensive line has a decent shot to protect for him, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, an above-average matchup for them. Uh, the question is, do you believe in Beathard? Do you believe in the spread? I think it will get to a point where he will be playing from behind, and it may be a frustrating captain where it may take a while for it to happen for you, um, but Green Bay has certainly not been great against receivers. I mean, 16th and 17th in DVOA against number one and two receivers. Uh, and they get, they're getting some of their guides back. We know that Goodwin's playing. Uh, we know that Garcon's playing. And so with a full array of weapons, I can see it. He's certainly more reasonably priced than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but I personally will be building. You can see it, but it doesn't sound like you like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm more focused on the Packers takeover kind of approaches to this slate where it's, you know, three, four Packers here. Yeah, yeah. You run it back with someone. So what you, who are the Packers you're going with then tonight? So is Aaron Rodgers the captain then in your opinion? Yeah, you certainly could go with Rodgers. I like mixing Rodgers with some of the receivers. I think Devontae Adams clear number one guy in the passing game and it's kind of scattered from there uh, i feel good about all the receivers i actually like Devonte adams captain let's just go there i also like okay. the idea yeah. of uh rogers having a good game and this finally being the aaron jones breakout game uh okay, I, yeah, I mean yeah. this this san francisco team is bad at tackling according to pro football focus 31st and i know the snaps have been really annoying and i don't think i would play aaron jones in cash games um, but you look at him from last week, and he was actually third in snaps in this backfield, but when he's been on the field, he's been productive, so I think this is a good speculative spot to think that he gets it going against a defense that is just this poor against the rush. Ricky, i got to ask you, uh, just if you're going to take a contrarian approach with Gabe Bench and Beathard, and I'm going to probably put some San Francisco Niners in, uh, San Francisco 49ers in. I think they covered the nine, nine and a half tonight. Yeah, because that's it, Ricky. Me, me, me and Cam game. think San Francisco hang around, and you got to pick a side, right? And when you're, when you're putting together a single-game showdown, so I'm looking. I think San Francisco, but go on, Ken. Yeah, I was going to say, Ricky, what about Kittle tonight? I'm seeing uh, questionable, and San Francisco's maybe calling up a tight end for this game. Uh, I really wanted to put him in the lineup. Uh, what, what do you think about George Kittle? Because if he plays, I think he's going to be a great option, a, a nice safety blanket for Beathard. Uh, what's the take on uh, San Francisco and the tight end situation, Ricky? Yeah, supposedly they're bringing up a tight end to deactivate their backup tight end. Uh, it looked iffy for a second, but Schefter tweeted that George Kittle is going to play. So awesome. I think any word okay. you had about him, 
Uh, I think any worry you had about them, you, you can kind of throw out the door. And if you wanted to play Kittle, you certainly can go ahead. Uh, Green Bay isn't your, you know, a, a great target for tight ends. They've held opponents to about 7.5% below their season average. Um, but tight ends are targeted quite often against them, so I'm completely fine with Kittle, who honestly I believe is, is emerging as their number one option in the passing game. I know uh, we've had some banged-up receivers, but he just looks really good to me, and he's obviously been college teammates at the quarterback, so it, it's just a good spot for him for the season. Uh, I'm okay with it. You know, I don't think it's the world's greatest matchup, but in this game, uh, of the San Francisco weapons, I think I like him the most, especially with Breida banged up but also going to play. Uh, what about Valdez Scantling tonight? Any interest there? Definitely interest in Valdez Scantling. I actually like St. Brown as well. I mean, last week, yep, he got yep. Scantling 10 targets, 77 snaps. But St. Brown, he played in their 11 personnel groups, and he played 60 of 71 snaps, so 17 less snaps than Valdez Scantling. And I think MVS is going to be one of the higher-owned players on the entire slate. Meanwhile, St. Brown... Uh, 2,400 on DraftKings, and the Packers, I think it's the third most uh, three wide receiver sets of any team, so he's on the field quite often. They're not exactly the Rams, but they're not far behind either, and you know that you can always play guys uh, on the Rams, and I think this is a similar situation, and and Aaron Rodgers starting to look healthier, so St. Brown is the guy that I like, but Zelda Scantling, because of last week, I think we'll have more ownership. I'm completely fine playing both of them. Uh, I really like all the options in the passing game. I mean, Green Bay, historically pass-heavy offense. Not much has changed, even with Aaron Jones looking good. So you know Aaron Rodgers will be throwing. Hey, Ricky, uh, Gabe brought up a a point we were talking earlier before we had you on about the kickers and Harrison Butker. And it's funny when you look at the the kickers in the DFS and the showdown format, they're pricing like guys that don't get touches, but they also produce a lot of the time when you're getting those field goals. You really get the points. Uh, This is actually a low total tonight. I know some people like the over, but maybe some missed touchdowns and field goals tonight. What's your approach to taking um, the kickers tonight? I know it's it's hard to do, and you're looking at it going, oh, Gould and Crosby's coming off that uh, four-miss performance. Yeah. Crosby's Minnesota. going to make every kick tonight uh, that's he makes. What, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Gabe. It's, conversely, I think the kickers actually might be in play tonight, and we might see field goals instead of touchdowns. What's your take, Ricky? Yeah, if we are going to get a, a low-ish total, I think the field goal kickers are certainly in play. It, it depends on the game flow that you're projecting. I mean, uh, some people will use the kickers on teams that they believe are going to lose, but they think are going to stick around. And some people just throw in a kicker because they need them, even though they're projecting a blowout. And at some point, like teams abandon kickers. So you really have to pick a game flow and stick with it when you're making one roster at a time. So I just would caution people to do that. But if you think this game's going to remain close, I mean, Crosby was brutal last week. I think people are going to have a negative perspective of him. But if the offense gets stopped, I mean, Crosby historically uh, hasn't had these sort of issues. And, you know, I will say he made his final kick last week. So maybe if you believe in some positive momentum, uh, there's that. But gold is very accurate. So if this game doesn't get out of hand, I mean, I think he's completely fine. The question is, if you get one of those games where the offense can't move the ball, will he be completely schemed out? And if you don't believe that's the case, then I think gold is very much in play as well. Okay, Ricky, any any closing thoughts, any player, anything you want to bring up in this football before I ask you about some uh, DFS basketball um, strategies? Yeah, I like the Rodgers, two of his pass-catching options, and Aaron Jones and running it back to someone on San Francisco. That's, that's my favorite strategy tonight. Rodgers and Jones. All right, I'm going to put this, uh, I'm going to throw it in here uh, right now as well. 
Okay, so and we tell people go to Daily Roto and you get uh, Ricky's uh, columns, articles, analysis, chats. Um, you know, there's the optimizers, projections, and for you betters out there too, you got the DailyRoto.com betting machine. Uh, I'm using it as a prop tool. I put a couple of props in, using it as a tool tonight where I found value for what the projections were as according to the props. So it's 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 actually one of my favorite sites now, and it's, it's a must uh, it's a must daily daily visit, especially now. It's one thing with the NFL, and everyone's a know-it-all in the NFL. I don't need help. I know the NFL. Uh, <laughs> but now now the NBA, Ricky, ooh, it's every day. It's, you know, it's a lot of work. There's only so many hours in the day. So I'm really looking forward to the NBA optimizers. Um, and tomorrow's only two games, but then, you know, Wednesday really tips off for real. But I wanted to ask you about stacks when it comes to the NBA and DFS. And we see in football this year a, a big a, a winning format and strategy has been the stack the quarterback, the two wide receivers, maybe a tight end, and then, the, you know, the secondary comeback wide receiver on the other guy, on the other team. And we, we've seen that be pretty successful. We've talked about that with Dinkmeyer. I've been using that, you know, to throw in, you know, for optimizers in, in the stacks, et cetera. But when it comes to the NBA, Ricky, how do you handle an NBA stack for a game? So is it both point guards, like both scores? Like, you know, for, for the common man out there that's not, you know, didn't go to MIT. How? What's the, you know when you're looking at it? When you're looking at it, let's say a game stack, or like you know, there's a couple of games on a card. You, you, so you're going to stack one game and maybe get a couple other nice you know players in there. How do you approach a stack in the NBA generally? I know there's a million ways, but what's like a format that we can use? Yeah. So you obviously want to look for heavily correlated players, and if you get to know the play types, that is certainly helpful. So if you're going to have a team in a high-scoring game, you want guys like on the pick and roll, something like Russell Westbrook and, and Steven Adams, uh, where he's going to roll and it's going to be in a The combination where guy. you're getting the assist and the points in the same play, right? You're getting a bang two exactly. for one every time. Yes. But, but there's also like the pick and pop with John Wall and Bradley Beal, which I think people overlook is that when one succeeds, the other usually does too because the assist from Wall will be going to Beal and people don't want to play the same guard sometimes, and that could be a mistake. Interesting. Interesting. Very same interesting. guards. So, you know, it's, it's amazing, too, because a lot of people, Ricky, and I, I heard this from somebody the other day, actually, who's actually even in the fantasy industry. Oh, these number guys and optimizers, and they don't know the sport. <laughs> you know, it's just it's numbers. And, you know, someone's telling me, oh, Dick Meyer, I don't even think he watches the games. He's, he's a math guy. And I, I'm like, I told him, I said, I don't know, man. I spoke to Drew the other day, and he was breaking down offensive lineup matchups more than anyone else did the entire week that I spoke to anybody, <laughs> right? And you just talked about it, Ricky. You know, you can know the numbers and everything, but you still need to know the game flow and watching the games and understanding the plays. That's still, it's not just math, is it, Ricky? Like a lot of, you know, what, what do you tell the people that are out there that think all you DFS professionals are basically just sort of like math nerds that don't watch the games that don't know anything about the game that somehow you're just you have magic computers yeah i mean there's a, an element of both there for sure but especially for nba like if you've watched teams uh play the golden state warriors and stuff there's stuff you couldn't find on computers like how teams will go small to match their depth lineup uh, you know, well, they'll have to play players to match up against Draymond Green. There's just so many yeah, nuances, yeah, yeah. especially to NBA. NBA is one of those sports where I don't think it's one of the games 
where you could just do it on computer and never watch and be completely successful. Like, sure, you can sit behind and you can project all 240 minutes for a team where each of the 48 minutes will be at each position, and you could find out, you know, how many minutes each guy's going to play and the DDP and everything and put that in. Uh, but there are things in the game plan where if you watch NBA, you can see how teams adjust to different defenses uh, where you play Utah, a lot of teams will shoot more, et cetera, et cetera, where it's not easily put into just a, a formula. You kind of have to know some stuff as well. Knowing so the coaches, team, knowing yeah. the coaches yeah. is massive, isn't it, Ricky, in the NBA? Exactly. Like knowing the coaches and how they approach different situations, right? I mean, that guy, the guy that um, got hired, I, man, we're going to a break now in a second, but Ricky, the guy that got hired by the Dallas Mavericks, I don't know if you heard about this, professional gambler. So he's a legendary yes. professional gambler. He got hired by the Mavericks to be an advisor. Uh, you know, and he basically share your data and analytics. Like, how did you, what do you see in other teams? And he actually openly stated that he only bet on like four or five teams, basically. And he was talking about how he knew the coaches inside out so much. Yep. That he knew how they were going to approach each game. And he, he said, I wasn't really capping the games. I was capping the coaches because I knew them so well. A very, very interesting angle uh, to take. Uh, Ricky, you're the best. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care, Ricky Ricky Sanders. There's a lot of different ways to put a lineup together, Cam. (laughs) You're damn right, Marenzi. I got a hockey lineup for you, too. Oh, good. (laughs) Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app. The TuneIn Radio app or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844 844- 84FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Back to live action. Hey fellas, back to live action. No sleep. You know, it's funny. You know the movie Goodfellas? Of course, it came, you know, the term, oh, he's a good fella. It's the first time anybody ever um, said that to me today, Kim. I held the door for an old man at the Meadowlands Racetrack today. Nice. And, uh, you're, he called you a good fella? he passed me. He goes, you're a good fella. <laughs> I like that. I like, I, I see, I, that, I like that term better. Most people are just like, yeah, or Thanks or okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, a good fella makes you feel a lot better. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, thanks, man. You know? Well, I look back. He's more he's complete. a real old guy. Yeah, yeah I respected the old it. gambler. Yeah, he was walking slow towards the door. I was like, yeah, it's going to take him a second. But I was thinking, I don't think this guy's going to be able to open a door on his own. Like, if I don't hold the door, yeah. right? But, yeah, he just sort of mumbled past me, walked past me. You're a good fella. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. It's like your second home there, yeah, this, so- uh, the, the sports book. you got to get out to uh, – I know we hear the commercials for it on the station. Monmouth. I guess you're going to go to Monmouth soon. I do, but uh, too, yeah, right? I, I want to get out to Monmouth. No, I'm, uh, me and Cardano are supposed to get out there with Joe Lisi. Um, the thing is, uh, with that, is I, 
it's it's out there. You know, I can't get there. It took me 21 minutes to get to the to the, the book today. That's great. Like, it's not bad. Like I've got it down. Like you before 20, 21 minutes. And, yeah. That's great, Marenzi. That's really good. It takes me yeah, I take a little nap to get around. Like that's <laughs> nice. I take a nap. 20, on the 20 bus. minute power nap. Yep, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, there's I take the a book. nap. I wake up. I'm, I'm at the Battlelands. Yeah. I'm only there that. for. I was there for about 40, 45 minutes. I get there. I order my grilled cheese sandwich. I go to the to, to the book. I get the sheets. Then I pick my sandwich up. I sit down. I eat my sandwich and uh, and fries and Sierra Mist. I make my selections. Yeah. Out the I door. call my driver to come pick me up, <laughs> and then I place the bets and I go wait outside for my driver. <laughs> so daily, it's like. But now, I try not to do it every day. But I, I sort of. It used to be like I'd go Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and I'd bet, and you know, I'd bet ahead. But there's so many things on now that I'm like, man, I got to get out there. But truth be told, I got to get an account. Maybe I'm going to talk. We'll talk, or I got to figure something out because I can't, I can't go to a sports book every day. It's not like I'm exactly. in Las Vegas where I live across the street from the place, right? It's, it's taking me time to do this every day. And it's, it's energy. My, my- I'm not resting ever because I'm on the way to the book all the time and. But now tomorrow, Cam, now the NBA's back. That's so the now, thing. Now like, things change for you for real. Like, because you bet the NBA lots. I bet the NBA so like you can't crazy. Be, that's the thing. You need an account now because you can't. Like, think about the line movement. And this is another point to everybody out there. You think about the line oh, movement in an NBA game, minus one and a half to, like, minus four. Like, I've seen NBA moves, like, boom. And the thing is, if you go to that book and you don't have another book, <laughs> That could be that could be difficult. That you want a nightmare story? Winning and losing after after the Eagle Giant game, I was there. I was all drunk after the Giant game. I, I won, but I knew I couldn't make it back before Saturday afternoon. So I bet early morning Saturday college football games. I bet the over sixty one in uh, Boston College in Louisville. The total came down to fifty seven by Saturday morning. The game landed at fifty eight. Yeah. I lost. I would have won. Like I lost. I don't want to bet a college game three days in advance. No, yeah, no, I mean, no. I did. You know and the I line. Up, I ended up losing too. because of it. So today I was there, and I bet all the stuff for tonight. And I was like, you guys have NBA lines up, and they're like hot off the presses. Just came out. So they showed me the NBA lines for tomorrow, and I was like, man, maybe I'll just bet the NBA now, and I won't come back tomorrow. Then I started to think, and even the guy at the window even said, he goes, tough to bet an NBA game 24 hours before. And I was like, you're damn right it is. I was like, I don't know. Maybe the last second of morale, Russell Westbrook's not playing. You know what the NBA's like. Actually, Russell Westbrook screwed. isn't playing tomorrow. It's funny you mentioned that. I don't think he is playing tomorrow. I think it's a yeah, story the last he's going to miss the first game. Yeah. Really? So. See, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have known that. Like, you know, I'm like, no, man. I realized that. I was like, man. I was like, son of a bitch. I'm going to have to come back. <laughs> like, I will, too, because there's no way in hell I'm not getting action in tomorrow night during the NBA games. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure is? something out, man. Go to one of the sponsors. It's funny because uh, I go, you know me, I'm, I'm all over the place. I have all sorts of accounts. But uh, our friends at MyBookie, they sent me, like, one of those, uh, you know, uh, load-up bonuses, whatever. I'm going to do it because you can't be screwing around when, when this stuff's happening, especially you, Gabe. you got shows to do and stuff like that. If you make a big play in a game and you lose by a half point because you had to put it in 24 hours earlier, that's not cool. You need to see that stuff right before tip-off. So, yeah, we'll, you'll work something out. You'll talk to Cardano or one of the sponsors. They'll hook you up. It's still nice to go out there, but you also need something right at your fingertips all the time. You can't be making uh, those trips 24-7, 365. Yeah, I've had a lot of problems with this, uh, trust me, since I've been here. I've had, uh, 
I've got the new homicide record here. They finally sent it to me. It's not done. Oh, nice. I can't open it. Nice. I can't open a file for some reason. So I send a file to, to everyone else in a band. They get it. But for some reason, I can't open it because it's not compatible with I. I don't know. It's like I got to get a tech guy to look at this tomorrow. I'm about to smash things, actually. Uh, <laughs> life can be frustrating at times. What can you say? It can be. Um, it can be. All right. So we got this football game tonight. And I can share what I bet on this game. So, so you know what's funny? I was at the book today, Cam. And when, at, when I was at, at the sports book before, the first time I went there, like the sports tickets, they're like the thinnest paper ever. They're like thin they zigzags. And they're basically like receipts, like from a cheap receipt place. You know what I mean? Yep. And re- recently they've gone to the Vegas-style thick sort of nice ticket. So today I'm there, and they hand me the tickets, and I'm like, what the hell? I said, oh, man, you guys went back to the paper. Guy had a good line. He goes, no, no, we ran out of the thick paper. And he goes, uh, guy goes to me. He goes, you bet so much, you, you, we ran out of paper because of you. <laughs> so I started cracking <laughs> up. So they got this thin, thin, thin paper. Now you can barely read the font on it and everything. It's just, you know, really thin. Like, you spill a drink on this thing, your ticket's dead. <laughs> it's like one of those deals. So... Um, I took the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. I'm not a homer. I'm not even a Leaf fan, but took the Leafs tonight against the L.A. Kings. To be honest, I bet this game in advance. I Normally, I wouldn't bet the games yet, and I'd be clicking, you know, as we speak right now or whatever, but I already bet it, and I didn't know that the Toronto Maple Leafs are playing a backup goalie tonight. Exactly. That's that's. We just we could do a commercial for the show there, and yeah. edit it right, edit, edit it right there. Marantz there's a hundred dollar bet that's already made. You could still. That's the thing. You could win. Who's to say? Like, there's two ways this is going to go. Garrett Sparks is going to stand on his head because the Leafs already have goaltending problems. They're winning games, but Freddie Anderson. Yeah, what difference? That's what I think too. What difference does it make? Right? They win. They win. They're going to score goals anyways. Exactly. So I actually believe, like tonight, this is this is big deal. This is actually a really big deal because if Sparks shuts out LA, I think he's also an interesting play in DFS. If you think the Leafs are going to win the game, maybe this guy, they don't win a 5-4 to four game. Maybe they win a 3-1 you know, to one game, and Sparks stands on his head, and he makes some saves. Doubt he's a local guy. He'll want to play well. And then Anderson, it's not that simple. You'll see him, Sparks, playing a lot more. Anderson is the number one game, but it's not like Carey Price and Niemi in Montreal no, you're or right. anywhere you're else. Right. It's a, the, the line is thinner between these guys. And if Sparks plays well, like... Uh, Anderson's out day-to-day right now. He probably is going to miss two games. That's what they're thinking, a couple games. If Sparks wins both of these games, it's going to be interesting because you know what the, the team can score. What are they going to do with the goaltending situation? I think he's actually a sneaky DFS play because he's cheap. And I'd rather I, – like I had Devin Dubnik as my goalie, Minnesota, going into Nashville. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather take a chance, a few hundred extra bucks with Sparks like because the Leafs can win that game and you get the points for the win, right? So something to consider. I hate to be um, Captain Chalk tonight, but I also played the Nashville Predators. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna parlay I, 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 the Preds. I was gonna parlay the Preds and the Leafs together, and then when I got to the window, I was like, "Ah, screw it! The Leafs are only minus one seventy-five. I'll just play the Leafs outright." And then I got stuck with the Preds because so I was like, "Man, I didn't want to lay the one ninety with the Preds. There's one ninety-five here on my ticket. I didn't want to lay that, but I want to parlay it." And then I was like, "Screw it!" I ended up playing it individually. Well, you like the Wild tonight? No, I don't. Uh, I do like uh, the way I the way I look at it is my goal in hockey is not to lay juice anymore. I'm going to take dogs, or I'm going to do t- or I'm going to do two game parlays because of the nature of the sport. So what I believe, Gabe, I think 
actually, uh, I'm going to parlay Dallas, Dallas and Nashville. I agree with you. I think Nashville beats uh, the Wild tonight, and Dallas is in Ottawa. Ottawa is not a good hockey. Yeah, if you're going to play hockey favorites, you're better off parlaying them so you don't lose. Yeah, that so juice, I right? get I get Dallas and Nashville at plus one forty now instead of laying juice. You know, what? and if I lose, I only lose a hundred bucks, right? And then I take Detroit. Who's a dog in Montreal for plus one forty? They win. I still make forty bucks if I lose my parlay. So that's the way I'm kind of attacking hockey right now. Uh, I'll do regulation plays, but I don't. I'm not going to be laying juice over like thirty, forty cents. I just think it's ridiculous. So I'm going to try to put more parlays together. You know what I mean? Little things we talk about: staying the course. You know, saving up that big because over time, uh, it, it 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 happens. Like last night was a perfect example. I made some good money on college on Saturday and whatever. I watched that New England game. I got scared. I live bet the Chiefs to a certain point. I'm like, I put 300. I'm like, I'm not dicking around. If the Chiefs come back and win this game, New England ended up winning. But that's the investment I had to make because say they don't, I lose, you know what I mean? And I'm getting the Chiefs at a price game at plus 170. I think I got it live. And it kind of, when you do the math, it stabilizes a lot of the bets that you have and you don't get rocked. So that's what I'm going to be doing more. Just more like Drew Dinkmeyer and these guys that go through the numbers Find ways to stay ahead. That's that's the goal of this thing, man. It's, it's taken us years, but uh, more discipline's the way to go. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So, what else are you doing in the NHL tonight? Uh, I'm doing only. I'm taking one. I'm not even taking the Leafs tonight, Gabe. Uh, I might throw it in a parlay and do another parlay with da- uh, with either Dallas or Nashville. I haven't decided those two game parlays I like, but I like Detroit. I think Detroit's going to be my biggest play in hockey tonight. The Canadians got Anti Niemi going, and sure, they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins on the weekend, but. Pittsburgh's playing junk hockey, and they won in a shootout. Niemi's not a good goaltender. I find it hard for him to have two or three good starts in a row. Carey Price is still out. Detroit, on the other hand, they got whipped their last game. Now I'm getting a team, a game that I think is very, very evenly matched, and I'm getting a dog at 40 cents. So I'm going to take a shot with Detroit plus a half, minus 105 regulation, and Detroit plus 145 in uh, on the money line. So I'm going to take a shot with the I actually like the Habs tonight. I didn't bet it, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I like to. I think Detroit is kind of it. I I like it. The Habs might win. I just I'm not laying 65 cents with the Habs. Coming off a win against Pittsburgh, I think this is a real tight game with Detroit tonight. So I'm going to take the pooch. But I really like uh, that Dallas and Nashville in a in a parlay too. I might add Toronto to a, to another parlay. That's about it. So yeah, hockey's tough tonight. There's only four games. There's going to be a lot of goals, probably. Like, I don't know which totals to bet, but a lot of bad goalies are starting tonight, backups. Like, you look at the goaltending situation, Niami for Montreal, Sparks for Toronto, Campbell for the LA Kings. Like, and that game's at six, right? It's backup goalie night. Yep, it is. Backup goalie night with totals of six, six, six. The only six and a half is Dallas and Ottawa, and I still probably like the over there. Ottawa has no defense and Dallas can score at will, and they give up goals. That game could be like 6-5. to five. Like, I kind of like the over there, but I hate the 6.5. If it was 6, I'd definitely smash it. I remember once years ago, Steve Cooley has told me, and Cooley's didn't bet on hockey, but he watched every, he knows every freaking game. Yeah, And I remember him telling me one night, it was a Monday, I think, I, don't, I wish I remembered a night. I, I, I almost want to send him a message and say, what night was it, Cooley? But I remember him telling me, he's like, he goes, game. He goes, hey, when you're betting, he goes, oh, we always take the unders on Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday nights. Yeah. He goes, there's never goals on Monday night. They're tired after drinking and going to the club. <laughs> he told me. Probably he went right. off about some night about, I forget, I don't want to say it was Monday for sure, but he was right, though. And I always sort of.
Hello? Hey, yeah, yeah, can you hear? Okay, hey, buddy, yeah. So I think uh, we, we lost Morency there. Hopefully we'll get uh, get to talk to him. Yeah, hey, hockey, everybody. Yeah, for all you guys, our friend Steve Coolius, he actually did some uh, play-by-play for the Buffalo Sabres, and Gabe and I worked with him at a television network, and uh, our boy Steve Ludzig, Ludzi, he used to have the big, big belt buckles and suck it back. He used to yell at me and Gabe, what are you idiots doing? You're betting on Middle Tennessee State? What? I tripped over to the hockey game. I tripped over <laughs> to cable cam. <laughs> oh, Yang comes up to me. I, I heard you. I'm like, I think he's gone. I checked mine. It said, I go, it says connected. So Yang's like, keep on going, brother. Yeah, I no, trip no, over no. the cable too. You pulled a me. <laughs> you pulled a cam. The cable trip. Yeah, whatever. It's a long headset and whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I sort I of moved my foot and I just, I sort of, I just knocked everything off like a, a, <laughs> the counter and everything. I was telling the Cooley story uh, with uh, when we used to watch college football. You idiots! You're betting on Middle Tennessee State. You don't even watch yeah. hockey. What kind of Canadians are you guys? Are jerks. <laughs> Thanks, Cooley. I remember him. Yeah, I think it might be Monday or Tuesday night. For, Nobody for cares about the Raptors. And stupid NBA. Yeah, we yeah, yeah actually, watch a scrimmage in hockey. I remember Steve, that they do. Yeah, I know <laughs> the ratings. Are... They actually care a lot more. So you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, you know, so. The Ra- Vince was so telling take- me, Gabe, before we get to your point, the Raptor games, like, he just texted me about, like, locking down Raptor tickets. They're, like, sold out in every game. The only games that are left are, like, the Nuggets, and there's, like, another game. Like, this is what people don't understand. Like, people are really anticipating this uh, Leonard situation. They're jacked about the season, buddy. Like, it's no, I fired, know. They're fired up. I'm not happy. You know, I'm a big DeMar DeRozan fan, but I can't deny the Raptors are day- they're a better team now. They are. As much as I like DeMar DeRozan. Basically, I like DeMar DeRozan, too. It's just a fact that Kawhi Leonard's better than DeMar DeRozan, right? Can't argue it. He's Kawhi Leonard. You know, you've got LeBron, Kevin Durant, and then there's Kawhi Leonard, essentially. Like, he's that good. He needs to prove it. You know, he hasn't played in a little while. He needs to prove it. But I know he looks real good in the preseason, and I hear him hearing he's he's fitting in very well with the players, and he's happy with, you know, he's he's not grumpy or whatever. So I think, you know, yeah, the Raptors are a real, real dangerous basketball team. So are the Boston Celtics. Celtics are freaking loaded, man. These guys are stacked, like um, you know, from top to bottom. The Red, the Red Sox are a freaking. Uh, the Red Sox aren't the only juggernaut in that town. Boston and sports just unbelievable. You got the Patriots, the Red Sox, the Celtics are now like on the verge of special things. But you got Golden State in the way. We'll be hitting a DFS tomorrow night, but. You said you have a DFS lineup. You've got a hockey lineup, actually, huh? Yeah, I do. I'm going to probably wait till the other side because I, I did a couple. I did a couple lineups there, Marenzi. So I put uh, actually some Dallas Stars in the lineup. They're the team I like the most. And if you look at the totals of the games, Minnesota Nashville six, LA Toronto six with Sparks. Is he going to let in goals or is he going to play well? Detroit and Montreal. I could see some goals in that game maybe too with Niemi there six. And Dallas and Ottawa is the lone six and a half. So from a DFS perspective, Senators and Stars might be a good way to build your team, even though your first thought are probably thinking, well, I should take Leafs and Predators because they're the favorites. But I think we can get lots of goals, like a six to five type hockey game with uh, Sens and Stars. No defense, Gabe. Those teams play no defense. We didn't even get into uh, to the baseball either tonight. What are you taking to the, no, the, the, the I have already bet, I, I, I've already bet Bueller, Gabe. Bueller. Bueller and the Dodgers. Uh, uh, the line has gone up, but um, I, li- I have a lot of confidence with him at home. And you saw the tweet that Montreal Max sent us. Huge wins coming in from that game. Total seven and a half. 
I got the Dodgers. At, I sound like Cohen. I got the Dodgers at 55 cents. It's 75 cents. I got it when it opened. I still like the Dodgers to beat down the Brewers tonight. What do you think? I think the Dodgers get it done now, too. Back at home right now. The walk. The Walkies bubble has been burst. 13-game yep. streak has come to an end. Turner. Bueller's the Dodgers' best pitcher. Yep. Game time decisions. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Now, just quickly, I'm not going to get political here, but yep. um, a an artist did a painting of all the Republican presidents and included Donald Trump in it, and they're sitting around a table, and it sort of looks like the dog's playing poker. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, it's incredibly tacky and cheesy and just... It's just, it's very, very strange. I look it up, actually. I, I just retweet, I retweeted it. I'll, I'll look at my tweet in a second here. Just give me a second. It's worth it. Most twisted part of this painting is the <laughs> lines of cocaine on table. See it. All right, you'll see in a second. All right. I'm going to tweet it out now. Yeah, what's we'll the most, picture? It's the most bizarre thing ever. Like, if you look at the picture, there's actually like, dude, there's coke lines on the table. Like, it looks like Richard Nixon and Donald Trump and Lincoln are doing blow. Like Ron Reagan, they're they're drinking wine. It's like the dogs playing poker. It's it's one of the weirdest paintings ever, actually. And the whole thing is, it's cheesy as hell. It's actually cool because it's just so weird, but you're right. Big, Holy jeez! Look at all like look at the white like huge huge residue. That's not even residue. Those are like monster lines. It looks like there's lines of cocaine oh, sitting definitely. in front of dude right in front. Right it in looks front of like the Richard's. Looks like Nixon's laughing as he's about to do a rail. And and Jimmy Carter's like eyeing the rails, going, "Is one for me?" That's Gerald Ford. Sorry, Gerald Ford. <laughs> and Reagan's laughing. You're right. Yeah, it is Gerald Ford. That's it. Hey, Homer, would you like to watch some football and have some nachos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just yeah. laughing. Bushes in the background laugh. What a crazy. Yeah, you're right. It's nuts. Tell me that that doesn't look like cocaine on the table. Oh, definitely. There, what other white residues in it? And it's in a perfect line. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like they're all it's having bizarre. like scotch. You're right. It just looks really odd. It's bizarre. Like, it looks like Trump, Ford, Trump's Nixon, it. and Lincoln, and Bush, and Reagan are doing lines of cocaine at a table yeah. together. And Trump's anti, like, notice there's no drink in front of him, right? But oh, yeah, exactly. Good call. He doesn't drink. I know Nixon's got, like, they all have drinks in front of yeah, him. Trump they all doesn't. Got, like, tumbler, they all got tumblers going. So, Trump's just kind of laughing, you know? Trump saw this painting and loved it so much. Amazing. He actually called the artist and said, great job. And uh, he hung this in, in the Oval Office. 
Dude, he was on. This is why we're talking about it. He was on 60 Minutes last night, Trump. And he did the interview, and he's standing there, and the posters on the the paintings on the wall in the Oval Office. So people are like, "Oh my God, what's that painting?" They're like, "Why does he have like a dogs playing poker painting in the Oval Office?" And they're like, "Holy crap, it's him!" And people looked it up online, and it's just it's hilarious. And like I said, it took a little while for the coke part to kick in, but if you look closely, you don't even have to look that closely. There's cocaine on the table. Like, why wouldn't the table be clear of anything? Yeah, I know. They're a bunch of presidents. It would be a clean table. <laughs> no, it's like, the, it's like I don't know. Like, I don't understand this. Like, is it inside joke? Supposedly, and I don't know, Cam. I didn't get into it this much. I was just, I looked at the picture. I think it's, isn't it a great picture? It's so weird. Yeah, I love it. I love it. No, you're right. It's, maybe it's like supposed to be shadows, but if you're really like me and you look at it with the light, it looks like piles of white substance, which would okay, be so if you notice, nothing other. Yeah, it's crazy. If you notice, there's a one woman in the picture. Let me see this here. She's sort of behind Reagan. She's looking at them. Sports. Okay, sports. But if you focus in on her, she's giving him a dirty look. So the guy that did the painting actually said, they said, are you a fan? And he's done Democratic pictures, too. And he said, I don't tell people where my politics lie. But he goes, there's subtle hints in the painting. So people are looking for the subtle hints. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, You're I'm right. You. You're right. There's a girl, like, way in the background. And if you really kind of look at it, it's kind of yeah, like. if you focus in on her face, someone did and zoomed in. She looks angry. Yeah, she does. But go, that's what I'm saying. She, yeah, so it's also, she looks like it's she's also giving sim- him a dirty look. Yeah, It's symbolism, too. It's all the guys at the front having a great time. Like, hey, it's a guy's party. And she's sitting there in, like, a weird blazer in the background kind of staring Well, that's the thing that people think that Trump's right? getting played. Like, now people on the right are saying it's actually like they're playing us with this. Yes. Now, the cocaine touch, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're implying that. You know what? George Bush was a cokehead. So... You know, I don't know. I guess George Bush brought some blow to the party. Uh, exactly. Remember I mean, that episode George... of Family Guy? Remember Family Guy when he's he's getting all ready to go go to war? He's like, "Hey, man, you got any? Bu- hey, you've been holding out on me, man!" And they open it up and they bust out the cocaine. It's yeah. George Bush. He's like, "Ah, oh, you son of a bitch! You've been holding out on me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the best. It's George. The best. George Bush used to be the owner of the Texas Rangers, and uh, there was a joke in Texas. That, you know, one day the Ranger players showed up and uh, there was no first baseline. Somebody said, where's the first baseline? <laughs> they said George snorted it. <laughs> That's a good Look, one, man. It's, it's, it's good. A Major League Baseball player told me a story about doing blow with George Bush. Oh, amazing. Yeah. He said, he said it was no joke. He goes, yeah, Bush yeah. was the oh, owner yeah, sure. and yeah. he would party with the players. Like it was before Amazing. he was in politics, he would like he was he's he's an admitted alcoholic, right? And I don't think he admitted the cocaine part, I, you know. But everyone sort of knows it's true, but I don't think George ever admitted that. Like Barack admitted they did blow before, but George didn't. But it was well known in baseball circles, and it was Bill Lee, the baseball player, Bill Lee, the spaceman, Bill Lee. Space he man. said, "Oh yeah," he goes, "Yeah, no," he goes, "I party with George Bush before," and it's funny because he goes, "I never would imagine he'd be president." Yeah, and yeah. he said he was just sort of a goofy, drunk baseball owner, like kind of rich yeah. kid, and liked to party. And, um, you know, ends up being who he is. But like you said, Trump is like, um, 
Trump's Anti everything. Yeah, 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 yeah Trump doesn't treated. drink. Well, his, bro his brother's an uh, alcoholic, yeah. right? So he hates. He was, and he died he early. Boots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Trump, Trump looks down at drunk people and stuff. Like um, he does. I think, and I believe him too. Trump said that he had like two beers once at a party when he was sixteen or something, and he didn't feel yeah. well. <laughs> so I, I, know, I agree. I agree. I, no, I agree with him too. When it comes to that <laughs> stuff, he's not lying. Hey, Marenzi, yeah. I know you got a lot of props, so I'm just going to blow through my uh, hockey lineup for you right now too. So. Um, I just got a – basically, I got a lot of mix, and I got a Dallas Stars stack is the highest total game tonight. I'm going with Ryan Johansson of Nashville, 4900 bucks. Tyler Sagan, $8,200. He's the most expensive, but averaging 9.4 DK points. Like, next to – like, he's the best, the top guy right now, uh, even ahead of Austin Matthews. Jamie Benn, he's been great, 7.4, 7700 Craig Smith of Nashville, always solid, $4,300. Gustav Nyquist of the Red Wings, who I like to score some goals against Montreal, 3.3 points. Connor Carrick has been a great defenseman, dirt cheap, still $3,800. Your boy, Jensen, Connor Carrick. Yeah, and Nick Jensen for Detroit, too. This guy's averaging – Four points for a defenseman. He's only $3,000, an absolute steal tonight in Montreal. I went with Pekka Rene at $8,300 trying to get the win. And Jonathan Drouin of the Montreal Canadiens as my utility at $4,600, 200 the change. I really like that hockey lineup and got a lot of good players in and still got a couple hundred left over, buddy. So you could have done the lineup before. You did that in about 10 seconds. I you did, break but I records got another... giving a lineup. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I know we're off at 6.57 now, so I know we got to get to our football bets and stuff like that. That's why I kind of rushed it, because there are a lot of things going on right now. Right, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still freaked out by the line of coke on the Oh, on the I table. am too. I'm looking at the portrait going, like, that's like it's not detergent there. Like, why would you put that in the pa painting? It's no, just, exactly. It's just bizarre. It's just there's no Okay, so here's. It. <laughs> here's uh, here's my lineups for tonight. Some football lineups. All right, we've got uh, yep. one lineup with C.J. Beathard as the captain, Devontae Adams flex, George Kittle flex, Ty Montgomery flex, Aaron Rodgers flex, um, St. Brown flex. Uh, we have another one. Aaron Rodgers is the captain with Devontae Adams, C.J. Beathard, Ty Montgomery, Alfred Morris, and St. Brown. So basically. You know, they're the same, but there's one different player, you know, with Alfred Morris in here. So that's the way sort of the optimizer works. It gives you a bunch of lineups, and then you tweak it with one other player. We'll put, you know, the, the lineup that they're, they're projecting to have the most points tonight is this one. Aaron Rodgers as the captain, Devontae Adams flex, C.J. Beathard flex, Ty Montgomery flex, Alfred Morris flex, St. Brown flex. St. Brown's $2,400, guys, so he affords you to be able to get the other guys in. in. So as far as our best bets are concerned, uh, I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers plus nine. Uh, maybe this is one of those nights that the Green Bay often shows up. I know there's trouble in paradise between uh, McCarthy and Rodgers uh, right now. Um, they've got some talent, but the fact of the matter is, San Francisco are getting healthier right now. And... If Jimmy Garoppolo was playing, the point spread would probably be three or four, and he's not, and it's nine, and I'm not so sure Jimmy Garoppolo's worth five points. I'm not, I don't know if he's five points better than Beathard. Garoppolo's good, but Beathard doesn't suck, guys. Um, he's going to be able to move the ball. He's not going to be intimidated or anything like that. Kyle Shanahan's a good coach, and Kyle Shanahan's a, a quarterback guru. Kyle Shanahan wouldn't have C.J. Beathard as his backup if he sucked. This isn't Nate Peterman we're talking about. Um, 49ers plus nine. You got Garcon back. You got Goodwin back. Uh, they're going to be able to move the football. Give me the Niners plus nine. 
Give me the 49ers and the Packers over 46. Uh, give me Bethard, best bet, over 247 and a half yards. We talked about Bethard's numbers um, since uh, this kid's uh, played in the two games. He's gone over. He put up 298 yards, of course. Yep. And uh, what, 326. We only got to get to 248. I don't see any reason why he can't Seems uh, low. get there. Seems oh, and, every, and everyone's throwing for big numbers now. Everyone. He put up 349 yep. yards in the last game. Sorry. They were from playing from behind. If you're playing from behind tonight, you got to put up the yards. The other game that was close, he put up 298. Um, the number's too low at 247 and a half, I believe. I'm going with Aaron Rodgers over 286 and a half yards. Um, I got Pierre Garçon over 47 and a half receiving yards. Garçon is back. This is one play that the Daily Roto uh, betting prop machine saw value in. They have uh, Garçon projected for 54 yards. So I got a little seven-yard cushion here. Uh, Jimmy Graham, they had projected just for 54.5, but I think Jimmy Graham could go over 51.5 yards. And I got long field goal over 45.5. So to recap, I got the San Francisco 49ers plus nine. I got the game to go over 46. My biggest bet, uh, my two biggest bets of the game are Bethard over 247.5 passing yards. Rodgers over 286.5 passing yards. Pierre Garçon over 47.5 receiving yards. Jimmy Graham over 51.5 receiving yards. Long field goal prop over 45.5. Uh, Major League Baseball, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Bueller. I'm going with Bueller here tonight, and it it ain't Ferris. Uh, Walker, give me Walker, the Texas Ranger. Um, L.A. Dodgers, minus 175 tonight against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. I think the the Dodgers get it done. That game's earlier tonight, 739, which means Camden's going to be shadows. So I played no run, no run in the first inning as well because that's 439 in L.A. So we're going to start off in the sun, and we're going to end this game with a dark, something to keep your eye on. I didn't play the total, uh, but I did play. The, wind, uh, the wind's blowing in as we talked about. Yes, sir. Games. Shadows and wind blowing in. I almost like the under 7.5, but I think the Dodgers could get to Chassis. You never know. It's a low you number, never know. right? It's a very low number. Too low. But. Um, so I got the Dodgers. No run in the first inning prop that I'm playing. I added my no run in the first prop tonight. And then uh, NHL hockey, I got the Toronto Maple Leafs minus the uh, the one one seventy five. I've got the uh, and give me the uh, the over six, and I got the Nashville Predators. But you know, I don't feel good telling people to take the Predators at minus one ninety five. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start off with hockey, Gabe. I got a three game parlay that is plus two seventy five, just money lines with Toronto, Nashville, and Dallas all winning. My favorite play on the ice tonight is Detroit in regulation, plus a half, minus 105. I'm also taking Detroit, splitting up the unit, half on that bet and half on Detroit, plus 145 on the money line. Uh, I think the Detroit Red Wings show up tonight. We're taking in football, the San Francisco 49ers, plus nine, and Cam's uh, teaser. We always got to do the teaser on the feature games, Monday night and Thursday, Gabe. I'm doing something a little bit different. San Francisco plus 16. Keep digging. Under 53. Doing the opposite. Everyone's going over. I'm going under tonight. Ooh, and, hey. uh, yeah, I'm feeling San Francisco plus 16. Under 53. I think Cam, tonight's one of the games where you can hit the teaser on all four sides. I think it's one of those deals tonight. It's a, it's a middle job tonight. Could be the old so. middle job. And I'm with you. I'm already on the Dodgers. Uh, the juice has gone up, but uh, we'll take Bueller and the Dodgers at home. Really like what they did with Turner and the, and the big comeback win. I think the Dodgers got their mojo back, Morency. So we're on the Dodgers. Toronto, Nashville, Dallas parlayed to plus 275. Detroit and Reg, Detroit plus 145. Niners plus nine. Seven-point teaser, Niners plus 16. Keep digging on the under. 53, Morency. That's it, brother. 
Nice stuff. Our boy Straight Cash says he's taking Devontae Adams to score first at plus 600. Ooh, plus 600. Six to one. Interesting. They weren't offering any value uh, flyers tonight eh? on, on, on the first touchdown tonight. No uh, specials. I, at I the casino? Look. No, I, I, I saw. <laughs> no, no, I saw. You like it. Like, they really suck you in. They, they have it, like, flashing on the screen, too. Um, so to get your attention. So it's like, bonus, bonus. No, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't no look. No thanks, guys. I think no, I saw, I saw they, had a, uh, they had a Dodger prop up. Well, the Dodgers, the bonus prop today, one of the, the bonus, uh, the, the, it's called the boosted odds play of the day. They boost the odds. In other words, you're not getting any action on it, so they're boosting exactly. the odds. So, like, that's their thing. It says, you know, so it's like a sale cam, right? And they sucker you in. And even I've fallen for it, and I'm pretty jaded. I'm but not I falling was, again. Because you see, you're it's like, falling. oh, it was plus 250, but, man, they gave a plus 550 now, right? Yeah. So that's how they get you. It's like was plus 250, now plus 550, boosted, prop of the day. And it's funny, Cam, because everyone in the book talks about it. Did you play the boosted prop? And people argue. They're like, that's a scam, man. It never wins. And, of course, some jackass went in there the other day, played the boosted prop, put, like, you know, 300 bucks on it, and he won. Right? Of course, I never did when I played. I got suckered in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the guy, right? <laughs> oh, always happens that way. No, so I, I didn't play any of the boosted props tonight. I got enough. I got enough of my own stupid boosted props tonight. That's the thing. You got real props. Like you don't need any boosted props. You got your own prop machine cooking, right? Yeah. The thing is, Cam, betting with the real money too is like I need money. I got to buy a couch and furniture, and like I, you know what I mean? Like I'm sitting on like a folding yes. chair, and like the thing is, so I get the money, I go back to the book. What are you gonna do? What am I gonna go today and get the money from the book and just all right? I'm gonna go back home now. No, I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell you football. to do. It's baseball. Tell- I got to bet again, so I roll it no. over again. Know what I'm going to tell you to do? Get a get a little, little tube of those Lay's chips, and after you're done with them, when you have a big night, you grab your stack of money and you put it in an elastic band, throw it in there, put it in a drawer. Don't think about it. And one day you go get a fur, go go get a bed, or get one thing at a time. Bed one day, couch the other day, and then you build it from there. Yeah, Just yeah. Don't even I- think about it. Don't I gotta go. I gotta go over to Walmart and Secaucus in the next couple of yeah. days. I bet there's good prices there. Oh, it's unbelievable. Couches are yes. like two hundred seventy nine dollars. Yeah, they're giving it away. Screw a futon, you get a real couch. No, no, exactly. it's just it's more the logistics of the timing and everything. I'm a busy man, Cam, as you know. Yes. And as Cam is as well, Cam will be back tomorrow. Scout Radio next.